Yo, what's up? What's up? Here's another segment of This Week Sucks. Man, I apologize for not posting more material, man. I really apologize, ladies and gentlemen. I just been getting my shit right, you know? You know, life has been calling me to get my shit together, so that's what I've been doing. But I'm, I'm thankful for all the people that tuned in last week. I, I know it wasn't that many, but thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'm going to be coming out with more segments. I know I need to have more material, but I just want to jump right into what I wanted to talk about, man. I wanted to talk about free agency, and I'm going to tell you something, man. I, I just, I'm looking at free agency right now. And I'm looking at DeMarcus Cousins, the move to go into the Warriors. You know, damn, he signed a one-year deal for five million, pretty much. It's like, damn, man, you you want to talk about winning the ring? That's the ultimate sacrifice. Cause I think DeMarcus Cousins is worth like, I mean, he's hurt, but I, I still think he's worth a max short-term contract, a two-three-year contract. I don't know what the max would be every year. But I know KCP is getting 12, so, I, I mean, if, if you're going to give KCP Kentavious uh, Caldwell Pope, if you're going to give him 12 million, I think DeMarcus Cousins healthy is, is, is 20 million on the short term just to see what you can get from him. And maybe the Lakers didn't want to take that risk. You know, maybe JaVale McGee is less of a risk because, you know, it's it's he's healthy, you know, and you know what you're gonna get from Javale McGee, man. His game has gotten better, so you know. Sh- 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 shout out to the Warriors, man. They they put off a hell of a move. Shout out to my Lakers for signing LeBron James. I, I think that was the biggest move uh, of the year for as far as free agency acquisitions. I think LeBron James to the Lakers is just one of the biggest moves we've seen in the last five years. You know, Kevin Durant to the Warriors, you could put that up there with LeBron James to the Lakers. You could, I mean, shit, man. I mean, Paul George to the Thunder, that's that's cool. That's a good trade. You know, I like Paul George. I think he's an all-star. You know, I, I wanted Paul George. I'm not going to lie. I wanted him to come to the Lakers, man, come back home. But, you know, I don't blame him for wanting to play with Russell Westbrook. I think Russell Westbrook is selfish at times. I think he's a stat stat stuffer. You know, I think he focuses too much on on triple doubles when he needs to focus on making his players around him better. But, you know, to each his own. Everybody likes a different style of player. My style of player is more of a Steph Curry, Chris Paul, kind of more of a Chris Paul. I don't really want my, my, my point guard to be the best shooter. I want him to know how to shoot good. Like Chris Paul. Chris Paul is a, is a, is a fairly good shooter, um, a hell of a uh, facilitator, a hell of a passer. A hell of a help defender. I don't call him a really great one-on-one defender, but I call him a really great uh, help defender. And that's what you need in the NBA, a great help defender. And that's why I'm happy the Lakers got Rondo. You know what I'm saying? Rondo, to me, is kind of like a Chris Paul. Chris Paul shoots better than Rondo, but they're both excellent passers. And what the Lakers needed was another excellent passer. We, We need playmakers at all times. Those are the four to me right there. Those four to me 
are going to be given the green light to do whatever they want offensively. I think those four guys are going to have the green light at all times. And I think if you add Kawhi, I think they might make a big change. But as far as right now, the Lakers got four guys that are giving all the, 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 the go. Any time they want, they can make their own shot. They have a offensive player. They're only going to get better defensively. I mean, LeBron James is the Lakers, along with Kuzma and Ingram. I mean, you got ball facilitating, you got Lonzo facilitating. I mean, I mean, you got Lonzo and Rondo. I know I'm fucking up, but I'm going to keep all that in there. I'm going to let y'all know this is real talk. This is, this is the real podcast. And, and, I, and I don't talk about sports either. I talk about a whole lot of topics. I talk about life topics. I talk about health topics. I talk about relationship uh, relationship topics, domestic uh, violence topics. I mean, I, I talk about it all. So I'm going to dive into a whole lot of topics. And I just hope y'all tune in and, and give me some insight. I hope I can have a team podcast where I can have, you know, I can talk, be talking to an uh, expert on things, you know. I can be debating people. Everything is checking out right now. You know, money's doing pretty good. I got a lot of surprises for y'all. I'm going to be showing y'all a lot of things that I've been doing lately. I'm not going to be flashing. I'm not going to be stunning. I'm just going to be letting y'all know that this is what I'm doing, man. This is this is what I'm creating. Um, this, is, this is what I've been wanting to do my whole life. Fall from like age 18 to now. You know, I, I, when I was like 16, 15, I, I kind of wanted to do, you know, do car mechanics, but I grew out of that. I love cars to this day, but I'm not really into fixing up your whole car and I'm not really into that mode anymore. I'm more into, you know, getting more knowledge, educating myself more, just being more well-rounded, you know, being more involved in political matters, being more involved in sports, because I'm big in sports, and I'm and I'm going to connect sports to politics sometimes, but not all the time, but yeah, man, expect more from this podcast, expect more from me and my thoughts about free agency, oh, and before I, and before I get off, I got to say one more thing, man. I do, man. I think it's crazy how the NBA ties into life. Like the NBA and social media, how it's connecting and how these players have a relationship and how a lot of times it's really not a coincidence on where these players sign at because most of the times these players had a relationship, whether it be the Olympics, whether it be the All-Star game. Like these super teams are being created. This, this isn't a coincidence. This is in the making. This is what it is, man. This is the new NBA for all you old heads that don't like all these free agency signings and NBA superstars leaving their teams to join another franchise. I mean, y'all just going to have to get used to it. This is the new NBA. This is what it is now. Teams are being assembled by the players themselves, pretty much. The players, the players know who they want to play with. It's, 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 it's big, it's big, it's 
popping right now, as they would say, like Tiana would say. You know, it's big shit popping, man. And you got to jump on board or just be, you know, or watch another sport, you know? You know, there's other options out there. You know, you got McDonald's, you got Burger King, you know, that's the same thing with sports. You got basketball, football, soccer. So, you know, I'm not about to watch. about car anthony towns nobody's talking about car anthony towns and one thing about magic that type of personality that he can go next level with LeBron James. I don't think the pressure bothers him. I think he wants the pressure. I think Carl Anthony Towns wants this limelight. And I think the Lakers are gonna give it to him. I don't I don't I don't I don't look at the Lakers right now as a place that you don't want to be. I look at the place I look at the Lakers right now as a place that you definitely want to be right now. You want to get your money right now? The Lakers are a place you definitely want to be right now. You want to you want to uh, get get championship rings and be talked about in the conversation as the best top five teams in the NBA? You definitely want to go to the Lakers right now. So, man, this shit is crazy, man. I mean, I, I'm even thinking about damn Julius Randle signed with the Pelicans. What type of shit is that? You about to have Julius Randle or Anthony Davis? I think that's a big signing for the Pelicans. I mean, you lose DeMarcus Cousins to the Warriors for a bag of peanuts. But you get Randle. You know what I'm saying? You get Randle, you got a you got a 6'9 beast with another 6'11 beast who has uh guard handling skills. And I think it's good for Randle to get out the LA limelight and develop in another market. I think Alvin Gentry is gonna kind of let him, you know, do him and showcase more of his more more of his skills and more of his abilities. So I, I can't be mad at that. I gotta roll with that. That's respectable. But another thing before I tune off, life is crazy. You gotta better yourself. You know, when I look at the NBA and all these signings go up, I look at my life like, man, I got to do better in life. Once again, I know I talked about that in my last segment, but it's like, man, these dudes are making huge, big money, life-changing, different mindset, different culture, different city moves. And it's just like, man, I got to get to that, to, to that, to that part in my life where... I can be, I can have leverage. I can move freely. I can promote my business. You know, I can take the, the, the bumps in the roads, but I can still come out on top. I can, I can get that, you know, that victory that I, that I've so much wanted and so much feel like I need it. And now I feel like this opportunity is really going to get me closer. But yeah, man, I mean, my next segment is going to be about life, man. It's going to be about, 
expanding and, and testing yourself, testing your abilities, you know, doing something you're not comfortable with, but knowing that it's the right thing to do and knowing that it's the, it's the thing that's going to take you to the next level. So just stay tuned, man. And, and for all those out there, like I said, man, like I, I'm going to end my podcast with, with, with this message, man. Every podcast is going to end with this message. For all those people out there that is going through hard times right now in their life, they feel like they, you know, they want to end their life. They feel like life is over. I'm going to tell you, I've been there. It's not worth it. Keep living your life. Keep loving your life. Find things in life that, that interest you. Find things in life that you can have a passion for. Find things in life that's just going to make you be hungry and make you be more confident and make you want to say, yes, I did that. God gave me that energy. God gave me that focus. God gave me that strength to do that because not a lot of people are going to have that same strength that you have. But if you if you had that energy and if you had that drive and if you have that, that goals written down and, and goals that you are actively doing right now, goals that you are actively trying to achieve right now. If you can show that person who doesn't believe in themselves and, and it's, it's got their head down and, you know, maybe they girl left them or maybe they job just fired, I mean, fired them, you know, maybe, you know, they on unemployment, they can't get another job or they just got out of prison and they feel like the world is against them because they got out of prison and they can't get a job just just show them your ambition show them that man no matter what situation you in as long as you are out of prison as long as you are out of shambles my brother as long as you are out of them 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 bars and out of that system as long as you are free to move around and be you be thankful be hungry be you be powerful be inspiring be motivating those are the things that you can be. Anybody can be those things now. So we got to go do it, man. Let's do it. Let's get it, man. Let's do it, man. All right, man. I love y'all. Deuces. What's good? What's good? What's good, y'all? Welcome to another segment of This Week Sucks. Y'all know I'll be... Uh, I know if y'all, once y'all listen to this podcast, y'all gonna be like, man, you ain't never uploaded them podcasts. Man, Billy, you fucking up. You're not on your shit. Y'all know what? Y'all right. I ain't been on my shit lately. I've been working a lot. Um, But like I said, I wanted to dive into this segment because, because I've been working a lot and because, you know, I could be doing a lot better at running, at, at completing errands and completing things that I have to do. And one thing I noticed why is because I ain't been eating healthy. That's real shit. If you don't eat healthy, you're not going to have the energy to do to do what you have to do. It's not about to happen. You know? You, you fooling yourself if you think you about to if you think you about to work 20 hour days or work 19 hour days and you're not eating vegetables, you're not eating healthy and you think you're just about to flow through the night and the day or the day to the night, you think you're just about to flow through feeling good, feeling healthy, feeling energetic, feeling focused. It's not about to happen. You have to eat your vegetables, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, hell, growing up, I didn't like eating vegetables. I used to argue with my mom every day about eating vegetables, but now I can't. I can't go a day without eating vegetables. 
I gotta have my spinach. I gotta have my kale. I gotta have my lettuce. I gotta have my onions. I gotta have my tomatoes. I have to have my cilantro. I just gotta have vegetables. You know? And I feel a lot better when I eat vegetables. I, I feel a lot more energetic. I feel stronger. Hell, to be honest, my sex is better when I eat healthier. To be honest, I just, I'm putting that out there for all you guys out there wondering why your sex life ain't right. You're probably not eating vegetables. You're probably not eating healthy. You're probably not even feeling confident because you're not eating healthy. Your diet plays a lot into your confidence. Floyd Mayweather is one of the most cockiest dudes in the world. Why? Because he eats the healthiest. He's in tip-top shape. And he doesn't really, he doesn't really drink and, and have a toxic party lifestyle. So he can pump his chest out and, and talk shit because he's in top, he's in tip-top shape. So for all the people out there that want to start their own business, that wanna wanna um, take their blog or their 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 fan base to another level, I'm gonna be honest with you. You you gonna have to eat healthier, straight like that. There's there's no there's no other way to put it. You gotta make it happen. You know, and when you don't make it happen, that that's when you 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 take the risk of 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 getting the L. You know, you don't want to take that risk. It's not worth it. You know, so eat healthy. The best thing to do is when you wake up in the morning, drink some water. Wait 45 minutes, then eat your first meal of the day. Now, I'll say when you're drinking water, think about think about the day. You know, look at your schedule. Look at the things that you have to do today. Talk to yourself. Say, man, how am I going to complete what I got to do today? How am I going to do? How am I going to live out this day? You know? Am I going to be focused on what I got to do or am I going to be focused on what's wrong in my life and be stressing about things that that I can't control or things that I've, I've made mistakes about and now I have to fix my mistakes and now I'm stressing about it. And I feel like the, the, the biggest loser in the world because I have this main, I have this big issue over my head. I'm going to be honest. It ain't worth it. It's not worth it to have that. You, you know, you plan yourself if you think it is. It's, it's, it's all about growth, man. It's all about learning from your mistakes and applying the things that you learn from that mistake so it won't happen again. That's what it's all about. You can, you can talk about any topic in the world, whether it's trying to hook up with a girl or trying to get a job. If you know what went wrong when you tried to get that, that job that you wanted, you know, hey, I can't do that again. You know that if I go into an interview, I can't be talking about shit that's not pertaining to the interview. Or I'm not going to get the job. You know that if I go and talk to that beautiful girl at the bar, I have to be quick at, at, at getting my point across. I have to let her know I'm interested in her. I don't have to be so quick to ask her out on a date or ask her to be my girlfriend or ask her to go home with me. I just got to be like, hey, uh, can I buy you a drink? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I saw you sitting over here. I'm, I'm, I, 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 you know, you're very beautiful and I'm just shooting my shot. Straight like that. 
you don't even have to throw no game at her. You ain't gotta throw up no pickup lines at her. Nah, let her know I'm coming. I, I'm. I want you. I want to be the dude that can come into your life and make your life ten times better than what it ever was. I want to be the dude that comes into your life and and, and upgrades it, upgrades it pretty much. You know, I want you to have a great dating life. I want you to not worry about bills because you have a man in your life. I want you to uh, not worry about, oh, damn, you know, we ain't got enough money to go on vacation or we ain't got enough money to go handle shit that we need to handle. Nah, fuck that. We, we, we're going to handle it. And the, and the best way to handle it is you have to eat healthy. There's no other way around it. If, you, if you're not eating healthy and, and exercising and stretching throughout the day, it's not going to work. And you don't even have to exercise every day. But you have to exercise at least four, four to five times a, a week. It doesn't even have to be heavy exercise. It could be light exercise. It could be running a quarter mile. It could be walking around the neighborhood three, four times or twice. Or it could be, you know, walking around walking around the park, doing laps around the park. It could be, you know, um, going to the beach with your family and walking on the beach, enjoying the weather, you know, feeding some seagulls. There's a lot of things you can do as far as exercise. You just got to be moving. That's it. You just got to stay moving. Don't. Don't um, don't overthink it, you know. But that's that's what I wanted to say about my my statement today, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I want y'all to stay healthy. I want y'all to stay prayed up. Thank God for everything you have. I want you to focus on raising your family. I want you to focus on being a better man or a better woman. And I want y'all to be just thankful, man, and be happy. And once again, stay healthy, stay active. Stay grinding. This here's another segment of this week sucks. Man, we just getting started, baby. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to another segment of this week sucks. It's good with y'all, man. I'm just sitting here thinking about you know, thinking about my Lakers, man. You know, I'm gonna talk about my Lakers more than once. Um, as my podcast starts to grow, y'all gonna understand that I'm a big Laker fan. I'm a big 49er fan. I'm a big Alabama Crimson Tide fan when it comes to all college sports, especially college football, as you know. Um, I'm a Dodger fan when it comes to baseball. So, you know, that's that's pretty much it. That's pretty much how far I take it, you know, when it comes to sports. Um, I don't even really watch baseball that much. I'm more into basketball and football. So I want to dive into this segment and talk about my Lakers. And I just be I'm gonna be honest, man. I think my Lakers should look at Jamal Crawford. I don't understand why Jamal Crawford hasn't been picked up yet. I don't know what's what's that about, cause he's a good shooter off the bench. He can play point off the bench. So you can play point guard and shooting guard off the bench. And oh by the way. He can get hot at any given time. So it's like he can, he got a jump shot. He can hit his free throws. And he can hit it, and he can hit the three. You know what I'm saying? He's a little liability on the defensive end, but he's 36. So, I mean, it's hard to stop 22 and 23. I mean, 22 and 
25-year-olds and 18-year-olds, for that matter, going up and down the court all game. So I don't expect him to do that, but I expect him to give us valuable minutes, especially playoff time if we was to pick him up. Now, I'm looking at our backcourt. I'm looking at Lonzo Ball. I'm looking at Rajon Rondo. I'm looking at Josh Hart. I'm looking at Kentavious Caldwell-Pope, and I'm looking at C.V. from Kansas, who we just picked up this year. So I'm thinking, damn, maybe they don't have a place for Jamal Crawford. But to be honest, I mean, if we was to pick up Jamal Crawford, I wouldn't mind putting him as a backup point behind uh, Lonzo. I just don't. But I think with Rondo, I just think I think Rondo's going to get a lot of. I think he's going to get a good uh, a good bulk of playing time. So I don't think they're going to put him at the two. They could put him at the three, but a lot of people saying that Kyle Kuzma is going to back up uh, LeBron James, which I don't understand that because I don't I don't like Kyle Kuzma at the three. I just be honest with you, I do not like Kyle Kuzma at the three. I just I'll be real with y'all. I don't. Um, I think he can shoot. With, I think he can hold his own offensively at the three, but I don't think he can defend three, uh, the three position. I think the three position is more suited for Brandon Ingram or LeBron James. You know, to be honest, I, I, would, I wouldn't mind if uh, the Lakers' starting five would be Lonzo, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma. And then, and then off the bench, I would have Ray John Rondo, Contavious Caldwell Pope. I would have at the three position, I'd probably put Lance Stevenson. And then at the four position, Mo Wagner. And then at the five, I would have JaVel McGee. Or I would have. I would say Michael Beasley at the five, but I don't know, man. I, I just he's a wild he's a wild card night to night, so I don't know how that would work with Michael Beasley at the five. But oh, Ivaka Zubak, I'd rather have Ivaka Zubak at the five. So I mean, I think the Lakers have a deep squad. I think they can really make a lot of noise. Um, it just. I think Jamal Crawford is somebody to look at, but I'm, I, I like what I'm looking at. Um, I'm seeing from um, CV, um, the player that we picked up from Kansas, because I think he can get some valuable playing time too, because he can shoot and he can defend. So I think him and KCP can can hold that two position down. I think the point guard position is probably going to be held down by Lonzo and Josh Hart, because I think I think if if you if you have uh, Josh Hart and Rondo go head to head for that backup point guard position. I think Josh Hart is going to take him, but I, I would I would rather start Josh Hart at the two position, and so I would I wouldn't you know so that wouldn't mess with Rondo coming off the bench as the starting point guard. But that that's how I'm looking at it. Um, far as our roster, I like how our roster pans out compared to a Golden State. And Houston and Denver and Utah, I like our lineup against anybody. To be honest, I think we can match up with anybody on in any given series. And I think Luke, Wal- Luke Walton is very underrated as a coach. 
I think Luke, I think Luke Walton can finally show how good of a coach he is this year because he has the actual roster. And our roster is way more compatible as uh, far as uh, uh, chemistry and being a unit compared to last year. I could just see it. I, I, I can see how this group of players can match together. I think players like uh, Beasley, uh, Michael Beasley, and uh, JaVel McGee could probably end up not getting a lot of playing time just because of the circumstances that are in front of them. Um, I think Lance Stevenson will get a lot of playing time. I think, I think, I think with his, his intensity and, you know, him being active out, I mean, him being active and him being an irritant, you know, cause he can get on there a lot of people's skin and, 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 as far as, uh, NBA matchups and shit. No. What's, what's good? What's good? No, I don't have any water, man. No, I'm good. Sorry about that. I had some water in my trunk. But I'm sorry about that. I'm, I'm on the highway right now. Just gave a, a homeless man some money. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking at this Laker lineup, and I know a lot of people saying that the Lakers might not even go to the playoffs. And I'm going to let you know now. I, I don't see that at all. I think the Lakers are definitely going to go to the playoffs. You know, um, I don't see how the Lakers don't make the playoffs. To be honest, um, I see too many um, – I, I see too many um, – um, high IQ basketball players. I see too much. To be honest, I see too much athleticism. As far as Josh Hart, uh, Brandon Ingram. I mean, hell, LeBron's still athletic. So it's like I don't. I don't see how we could we could just overlook the fact that LeBron James has joined the Lakers. I don't see how you can overlook that and say this team is not going to the playoffs. I don't even see how that's a debate if everybody on this team stays healthy. I, like, I worry about teams like Portland and teams like the Pelicans and team like, well, maybe not the Pelicans because they got Anthony Davis. I think Anthony Davis with uh, Drew Holiday, I think that's enough. I think that, I think you can put a playoff team around them. You know, you put some pieces around them, they can, they can make it happen. I, uh, but I definitely worry about the, um, the the Trailblazers now. I think Portland's in trouble. I think the Nuggets are in trouble. Because I don't know how much better they've gotten. I mean, I think they'll be able to shoot their way into a 7th or 8th seed, maybe. Um, of course, the Grizzlies, I, I see them being hurt by this transaction. Um, I'm just looking at teams like the Thunder. I don't, I don't, I don't see how they've gotten better. I just don't. I think maybe you could say Andre Roberson coming back makes them healthier. I just think the West, I think the West might take a dip this year. And I think the Eastern Conference might be better this year. That's just my prediction. I think the Eastern Conference is going to be a, a, a better conference because you, you got to think. You got Indiana. Toronto has gotten better. You got They picked up Kawhi Leonard, so Toronto gets better. Um, Boston's better. Kyrie and Gordon Haywood's coming back. So you got Indiana, and they picked up Tyreek Evans. So Indiana's getting has gotten better. Then you got Toronto. Then you have the Celtics. Then you have the Sixers. Those four already are are they're gonna be top ten teams. Those four teams. 
and then it's gonna probably take a little dip once you start getting to the from the from the fifth seat down. But I look at Chicago as a team to be uh, to uh, to be reckoned with this year in the East. I think Toronto. I think uh, Chicago Bulls are gonna surprise a lot of teams this year. Um, so that's five. I think are our are, are, are teams to look at. Um, the Wizards are still there. The Wizards are still competitive, and they'll be fighting for that you know that fifth or sixth spot. I think. Um, the seventh spot goes to I think Miami. I think Miami got enough fighting them. To, to fight and, and make themselves relevant to, to a playoff spot. So that's Miami. And in the A spot, I mean, it could be a toss-up, to be honest, from that point on. Um, you could say Detroit. You could say uh, Charlotte. Uh, some people say Atlanta Hawks. But I, to be honest, I think the A spot, I think Blake Griffin going to have to hold that down. I think Blake Griffin going to have to get that A spot. Unless the, the Bucks get that A spot. Unless the Bucks can come in and you know, do what they did last year, then maybe the Bucks. So, I mean, I think the Bucks and the Pistons, that's going to be something to see uh, as far as that ace of out. But I think the Eastern, I think the Eastern Conference is going to give my, the Western Conference some fits this year. So, we'll, we'll see how it go, man. Um, my Lakers looking right. I, I, I don't count us out because we coming. Fans know it. I know it. So, Let's get to it, man. Thank thank y'all for listening to another segment of This Week Sucks. And um I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get on my schedule right, man, because I need to be releasing these segments every day. So let's get it. What's good, what's good, what's good? This is another segment of This Week Sucks. This is a topic I'm gonna talk about. It's called, you know, dating. How to how to how to find the right girl or boyfriend for you? Now I'm a guy, so I'm gonna speak for guys on how to find the right girl for you. Um, if you're if you're one of those guys, because this isn't the, this isn't a segment for uh, players and mags and pimps. That's a whole nother segment I'm gonna dive into. But this segment is about guys that's having a hard time trying to find a woman. Um, if you're a guy that's uh, a loner, you don't have many friends. Um, you fit. You don't have the highest self-esteem. I'm gonna tell you uh, three things. Well, I'm gonna tell you four words. Get off your bullshit. Um, I say that because this is. You only have one life to live. Life is short. You have to take risk. Once again, life is short. You have to take risk. If you don't take risk. You are risking losing it all, meaning losing the chance to find the girl of your dreams, losing the chance to have the job of your dreams, losing the chance to be the perfect father and be the uh, perfect family man uh, in your life. You are losing the chance of having a good life. But when it comes to dating, one thing you want to do is relax. Take a deep breath. Once again, relax. Take another deep breath. Come back to life. You were put here, especially for men, you were put here to talk to women. You were put here to communicate with women. Mentally, physically, emotionally. And you were put here to love women. 
And when you love women, what happens is you build a relationship, you build a friendship, and you build a family. Those things right there, a relationship, friendship, and family, those are priceless. Those are the best things you can ever have on this earth. I'm telling you, there's nothing else better than that. There's not a there's not a liquor on this earth that's better than that. There's not um there's not a car on this earth that's better than that. There's not a house on this earth that's better than that. There's not a piece of material, clothing that's better than that. Trust me, I know. Those things are the best thing that you can find on this earth. So when you're trying to have those things, which is friendship, relationships, and a family, you have to you have to follow what we call a system. And the system is find your mate. How do you find your mate? You have to approach your mate. Before you approach your mate, you have to make sure you have three things in order. Your mental state of mind. You can't be a weirdo. You have to be normal. You got to have a passion for something. You have to have uh, um, a charisma about you. You have to have uh, just you just can't be a goof. You can't be boring. You got to live life. You got to experience things, you know. You got to be goofy sometimes. You know, you just you just got to kind of find your way, find your you, you know? So your mental is one. The second is your hygiene. Good breath. You got to smell good. You got to dress, you know, up to par. You know, dress solid. Put a little effort into your fashion, not too much. You don't even have to spend that much, but have a little style with your dress. I wouldn't say, you know, when you're starting off dating, I wouldn't have too much style. Try to keep it simple. You know, a nice button up, some nice dicky pants, some nice Vans or some nice Nike shoes. You know, they don't even have to be Nike Air Force Ones or Jordans. They just got to be the right type of shoes. You know, just spend a little money, you know, 60, 70 bucks on a nice pair of shoes. You know, your the 501 jeans, you can spend 50, 60 bucks. You can find a nice pair of jeans for 40 bucks. It's just where you looking, you know, Vans sell jeans, too. And they sell very, they sell very nice jeans too for those out there looking for jeans. Um, 501 Levi jeans, like I said. Uh, what else I say? Vans jeans. Um, another good pair of jeans is True Religions, but they're a little expensive. They're too pricey for me. I don't owe a pair because I don't feel like I need a pair to get a girl. Um, I didn't get my wife by being super uh, uh, fancy. I didn't have Gucci or Louis Vuitton shirts on or Louis Vuitton pants. I didn't have no Gucci shoes. I just had a regular outfit. You know, I don't think you need to be extra flashy to get the woman of your dreams. Most of the good women out there don't want a guy with all that. They That's too much for them. That overwhelms them. They feel like they got to dress a certain way or act a certain way to be with that person. You're putting your woman on edge. And to me, I just don't think it's worth it. You know, I think, I think you know, when it comes to hygiene, you just got to make sure you, you know, you're doing what you have to do. To, to get your woman and keep your woman ha- happy and the only way to do that is to smell good and you know far as as far as being a guy you got to make sure you you have cologne on not all the time but every now and then put some cologne on you know wear cologne twice a week um, put some deodorant on every day always always put on deodorant and make sure you take a shower first before you put on deodorant because putting on deodorant without taking a shower is like I don't know how to, it's like, it's, it's living backwards. It's putting the horse before the court. I mean, it's putting the, the cart before the horse. You know, you, you, you're going to fail. 
So you gotta be, you gotta take showers. You gotta uh, make sure you put on deodorant and smell good. You gotta make sure you brush your teeth. You gotta make sure you comb your hair or brush your hair. If you have a beard, you gotta make sure you comb your beard or brush your beard. So you gotta put some effort into getting your woman. Why? Because women like dudes that are attractive. They do. They like dudes that put time and effort into the way they look. They do. Why do you think dudes put so much time into their they haircuts? And, and they're so um, um, they're so strict on how they want their hair done or their beard done because it's important to them. They're trying to find their look. You have to find your look. But to find your look, you got to have the right hygiene. And the third thing you got to have communication. Communication is so important. Being able to know how to communicate with your woman is so important. It's, 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 you got to know how to speak to your woman. You got to know that if we're talking about a conversation on cars, I have to stay on topic about cars. I can't start talking about cars. And then the next minute I'm talking about lingerie or I'm talking about uh, McDonald's caffeine. You know, try to stay on topic for as long as you can. For about, you know, I guess you could say you can have a topic about cars for about the next three, four minutes. But you never know, you know. You can have a woman that bounces around from topic to topic. So you just get a feel for your woman. Always get a feel for your woman. But you can't get a feel for your, for your woman if you don't communicate with her. If she's talking to you at dinner at the dinner table, whether you guys are at Denny's or whether you guys are at Chili's, Applebee's, wherever you guys eat dinner at. And you guys are, let's say you eating dinner out on a, on a Friday night. You got to, you know, when she's talking to you during dinner, you want to have a good dinner conversation. You know why? Because you want to make sure your dinner is good. You want to make sure your conversation is good. And the third thing, you want to make sure you're looking good. You know, so communication is definitely key. Why? Because if you just meet her and you're about to take her out, let's say you don't have a lot of money and you can't take her out to the best restaurant. You can only take her out to uh, Chili's and, you know, get the uh, two for twenty dollar deal at Chili's or you can only get the, the, the bundle deals. You know, there's always deals at restaurant. Why? Because the restaurant knows that most likely they're going to be people coming to my restaurant and they're going to be on a date or they're going to be with their family or they're going to be looking to save money when they eat out. That's why restaurants have deals. It's, they, they have what you call a target audience and you are their target audience. So you want to have your shit together when you go on a date. You want to have a system put into place far as communication, far as hygiene, as far as um, what was the third one? It was communication. Uh, hold on. I'm, I just lost track of th uh, thought. But you want to make sure you have good, good communication, good hygiene. And the third one down. I'm forgetting the third one. Hold up, give me a second. Let me do the Jeopardy. A system. There we go. You want to make sure you have a system put in place. Um, you want to make sure you have, a, oh, oh, mental. That's what I want to say too. A system, you, you want to always have a system when it comes to those three things. But that's what I want to say. Your mental is right. So make sure you're, you're sane. Make sure you're not crazy. 
make sure you know you, you, you your life is in order and make sure you have you know if you're going through any problems make sure you go seek a therapist or um, a good family member to talk to so you want to make sure your mental is good you don't want to be crazy you want to make sure you have good communication that's that is key good communication is so important and you want to make sure you have good hygiene good hygiene those three things right there work on those three things a good mental state of mind a good communication and third and but not least good hygiene thank y'all for listening to me i hope these three things help you out um oh most importantly have a system when it comes to those three things um always have systems put in place because things can go good things can go bad so it's always good to have a system and that's another segment of this week sucks um, I'm going to be diving more into dating topics and more into um, relationship topics. And let's get it, man. Yes, sir. What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to another segment of This Week Sucks. This segment, I want to talk about marijuana, how I feel about it. Um, as you know, I love to smoke weed. I've been smoking weed for a minute. I've been smoking weed since I was about... Well, I guess I guess you could say since I was like 20 years old, that was the first time I smoked weed. I had just got out of the Navy. It was me, my brother, my cousin, and my brother's girl. But I don't think she smoked with us. It was just me, my cousin, and my brother. And you know, um, I, I was I wanted to try it even before that, but you know, it just so happens my brother happened to have weed. He always has weed, and we end up smoking, and it was a good high. Uh, we was me and my cousin was laughing. We was we was just cracking up and shit. Just it, it was a good high, man. I felt like you know I felt calm. I felt relaxed. I felt upbeat. I felt like all the stress that I was going through was kind of being uplifted, and it just put me in a good space. Um, I can't lie, you know it was it was it was legit. Um, nowadays I go to I go to the shops all through. Uh, uh, San Pedro. I go to shops in Lomita. I go to shops in LA. Um, I'm, I'm going to start posting all the shops I go to um, just so everybody can know where you can probably possibly find me at. Um, I'm always buying weed. My wife loves to smoke weed. So, you know, we love to uh, break down the weed. I like to roll blunts. Um, I like to smoke out of bongs. I love pipes. I love all smoke accessories. Um, sooner or later, I'm going to be showing you some of the companies I'm going to be buying products from to smoke out of. Um, that, stay tuned. That's coming real soon. Um, I'm doing a lot this year. Um, I have my own podcast. I'm going to be releasing music. I'm going to be doing um, Uber and Postmates. Um, I'm going to be showing you my experiences from that. Um, I'm still going to be doing Herbalife. I'm going to be a distributor, so I'm going to be finding time to work out and I'm going to show you my experiences using Herbalife products. So I'm going to be investing a lot of money this year. I don't even think I'm going to be that profitable this year from uh, as a business, but I'm going to be investing a lot of money, a lot of time. Um, I'm going to show you a little insight of my family life. Um, I'm a father of a two year old. Well, he's about, he's about to be two. He's like one and a half. His name is Billy too. Um, I have a wife named Danielle. So, and, you know, we all live our lives around marijuana, you know, 
Um, my son doesn't smoke, of course. But, um, of course, we don't smoke around our son. We like to smoke away from our son. But if he happens to be in a room, we try to, you know, open all windows. And we like to just, we don't like to smoke in front of our son. Just keep it like that. Um, when it comes to smoking, I like to buy eighth, uh, eighth of weed or sometimes quarters. If it's like a good house shake, I'll buy a quarter of the house shake because it's just easy to do it that way. Um, it's just good to have a lot of grams for a good reasonable price. And that's what I do. Um, I'm going to be in the process of uh, growing weed too. Um, I met a couple growers. So um, I'm going to be working with them. And we're just going to see where it takes us. You know, uh, I, I can't guarantee that I'm going to be successful in marijuana because there's so many business ventures I want to do. But marijuana is my lifestyle. It's more than a business to me. I use it for uh, municipal, uh, municipal um, purposes um, because uh, I have ADHD. I have problems sleeping at night sometimes. Lately, I've been sleeping good because of marijuana. So I'm going to definitely talk about that, um, how marijuana helps me sleep, how it calms me down. So I'll definitely be diving into to, to, to segments like that. Um, for all the people out there who don't smoke weed, hey, you know, that's you. I, I'm not one to judge, you know, to each his own. Um, for all my weed smokers out there, I'm going to be posting videos on YouTube smoking weed, showing you what I'm smoking on, showing you the strains that I'm smoking on, um, telling you the shops you can go to to get these strains. Um, so it's, it's going to be legit, man. It's, uh, it's going to be a good year. I think 2018 is going to be a good year for smokers like myself, trying to better themselves, trying to, um, make more money doing business with marijuana, doing business with whatever business ventures they got going on. This is a podcast for entrepreneurs. So stay tuned. Um, yeah, man, let's get it. Yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to another segment of This Week Sucks. I like to talk to y'all, man, about controlling your life, man. Taking control of your life. This is, it's, it's, it's paramount that you take control of your life. It's, it's, it's so important that you take care of your life because you don't know what turns your life is going to take in life. You know, you don't know if you're going to be up. You don't know if you're going to be down. You don't even know if you're going to be walking tomorrow. You know, that's how serious life can get. So it's best to take control of your life now. It's best to take control of your health. It's best to take it's best to take control of your wealth. It's best to take control of your family, especially if you're a man. You have to be the man of your family. You have to take lead. You have to be the strongest person in your family, mentally, physically, um, sometimes financial. I mean, most of the time, financially. Sometimes your woman has a, a job that is paying her good financially. And sometimes, you know, she can can pay most of the bills. It's some, it, it happens that way, you know. There's a lot of successful women out there with with highly successful degrees, you know, um, degrees that took them years to get. So you got to respect that and salute that, you know. There's nothing wrong with having a, um, having a ambitious woman. But for all the men out there, you know, I'm speaking for all the men out there. 
Stay ambitious. Stay on your grind. Don't worry about what you don't got. Don't got. Don't worry about what's going wrong. Worry about how you can make things right. Worry about taking the steps to make things right because that's gonna train your mind to to not think about the worst, but to think about how to be the best, how to make a bad situation turn into a good situation. Because, you know, you got to think, life is a business. Marriage is a business. Love is a business. Everything is a business. And you could do things the right way or you could do things the wrong way. It's best to do things the right way. And how do you do things the right way? You got to have a system. Everybody has a system. McDonald's has a system. Denny's has a system. IHOP, Chipotle, Wendy's, uh, Outback Steakhouse, Applebee's. Chili's, etc. All of these restaurants and fast food chains have a system. And all of their employees follow the system. They follow the system on how to make the food, how to clean the floors, how to mop the floors, how to clean the tables, how to talk to customers, how to deal with customer issues, whether it be bad service, whether it be you, you know, you took too long to bring the customer their food. You know, there's systems put in place to react to anything that goes on into the restaurant. Well, that's life. You have to have a system set up in place to where this is how we as a person or as a family, this is how I or my family will react to a system, to a situation that goes bad. You got to have systems set up in place. When you have a house, you got to have an alarm, I mean, an alarm system set up in place just in case somebody tries to break in. Or just in case, you know, there's a flood going on or there's, you know, you got to have systems set up in place um, to be alert at all times. That's why you think people have dogs. Why you think people have cats? Because dogs, well, especially dogs, dogs alert you when something is going on. You know, when somebody's breaking into the house, they barking and shit, acting a motherfucking fool, wake you up. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, somebody's robbing us. Okay, now it's time for me to protect my family. That's the world we live in. So I, I say to everybody out there, protect your family. Always protect your family. Always be in control. Always have self-control. There's nothing wrong with having control. But you got to be able to be controlling the right way, not the wrong way. So that's what, you know, that's that's where uh, that's where I'm in my segment at today. It's just a short segment on being controlling. Um, sometimes my segments are going to be 10 minutes. Sometimes they're going to be five. Um, I'm just going to have a little short segment because I'm about to dive into another segment. But shout out to all my sponsors out there. I'm going to be. uh releasing all the sponsors soon enough just stay tuned um i'm getting i'm organizing all the sponsors and all the people that i'm going to be, be promoting on my show so just stay tuned and 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 stay focused and stay uh stay grinding man yes sir what's good what's good what's good welcome to another week of this week sucks I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. I'm about to be hitting y'all this week. I know I said last week I was going to hit y'all, man, but y'all know I've been going through issues and shit. If y'all listen... Oh, I, I didn't upload my last segment. So when I upload my last segment, y'all going to see what I'm talking about. But let me just be clear. Let me talk about some real shit. 
for those out there that want to do more in life, that are feeling fucked up, like feeling like there's nothing left, I'm going to be honest with y'all. Keep going hard, man. Don't stop. Don't. Don't. Just okay. you, you took an L. You took a loss. But it happened. You can't change it. But you can better yourself. You can better your. You can better your surroundings. You can. You can um, hang around better company. Hang around people that's more ambitious. Hang around people that's that want it. You know they say you are who you hang with. You know you are you you are uh, you the person. I don't know. I don't know. There's so many sayings to that, but you basically are the company you keep. That's what you, that's what you basically are. So I'm not trying to be that. I'm trying to just work hard, take your face, bullshit. Let's let's make shit happen, man. Let's create. I, I'm I'm the type of person that wants to create. That's just me being real. I want to create. I don't want to be the guy that's. That's sitting around waiting for the new app to come around, waiting for the new invention to come around, waiting for the new phone, a new camera. Like me personally, I don't give a fuck about that no more. Now, does that make me a, a loser or boring? I guess so, if that's how you look at it. But to me, it makes me more ambitious. It makes me more mature. It makes me more um, hungry. It makes me more dominant because I'm not looking forward to something to alter in my life. I'm going to alter my life and I'm going to create something that's going to alter everybody else's life because I have an alpha male dominant train of thought. Now, my financial status right now is not alpha male, but that's what I'm working towards. That's what I feel like once I accomplish that, that would be something that pretty much nobody in my family has ever done. And that's what that's what keeps my competitive hunger going. You know, and my brother's the same way. We're real competitive with each other, you know, but I don't shot his shit on my brother. You know what I'm saying? I, I salute his success. I celebrate his success. I celebrate my cousin's success. I, I celebrate everybody's success. I want everybody to win. But most importantly, I want to win. And I'm not going to step on nobody's toes or step on somebody's head to win. But trust me, I'm coming. And you better bring your level of competitive on my level. You better be at my level because I'm not looking to be at your level. I'm looking to take it to the highest level, the highest I can be, you know, right? That's why I'm going to start hitting y'all with with more than, I'll say about seven segments a day because I'm going to show you how ambitious I am. I'm going to show y'all how hungry I am. I'm going to show y'all what really goes on goes on in my mind and what I really think about and how I really look at life. And I'm going I'm to dive into every topic that I feel is interesting and that I feel is the need to talk about. So if I'm talking about this topic, I feel like it's important. And I'm going to make it important because I'm important. And the people that listen to me are important. See, that's how I live. I live my life through repetition, which is the father of learning. And with, the, with that being said is... I have to be repetitive. I have to be able to be consistent Monday through Friday with with segments. And sometimes I'll throw in a couple segments on the weekend, maybe two or three, but not too much. You know, I'm going to be hitting y'all so much during the week. You're going to have so much material to go over. 
you're not gonna really care, but the weekend is gonna be your weekend. And if you want, if you want to check in and see what I'm doing on the weekend, yeah, just take a look at my Instagram. I'm gonna start taking pictures. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. You know, doing it all, man. I'm an investor. I invest into myself. So that's where I'm at in my life, man. I'm, I'm focused. I'm hungry, and I'm blessed. And I feel like you blessed. You know, that's how I feel. But yeah, like I said, segment don't stop. Keep going. Start networking, man. Start start hanging out with ambitious people who who trying to perfect their craft. If you hang out with somebody trying to perfect your with their craft and you trying to perfect your craft, y'all gonna win. Y'all may not win at the highest level, but y'all gonna win. Y'all gonna get success. Y'all gonna get money. So that's what it is. Let's 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 prosper. Let's strive. Let's make progress. It doesn't even matter where you at in in this world, man. I don't give a fuck if you are Idaho. I don't give a fuck if you are Iowa. I don't give a fuck if you in the Philippines, man. Let's network. Hit my Instagram, CEO Fire Ant. Once again, my Instagram is at CEO Fire Ant. Billy Lee Dennis. You can type in Billy Lee Dennis. Billy Lee Dennis. I said it again. Y'all can clown me, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Hit me up, man. Because I'm out here grinding. Who you want to hang with? The motherfucker that's working, getting money, or the motherfucker looking towards the club this weekend? Because he want to get fucked up and trying to spit some game to a bitch. I ain't spitting no game to no bitch. I'm out here getting this money. I'm out here taking care of my family. I'm out here going to make a way for everybody. Because that's what I believe in. And if y'all believe in that, man... Hit me up, man. Tune in. Stay tuned in to my podcast. Because we making history, man. Yes, sir. What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to another segment of This Week Sucks. Y'all know what it is, man. It's your boy, Billy D. Yes, sir. Y'all know I'm out here on this Saturday, man. I'm just up here this morning doing my Uber thing, trying to keep my head above water, man. What's up with y'all? Y'all know I like to talk a lot, so that's why I came up with this podcast. And I like to jump into segments, man. And, you know... I just, I'm not going to lie, man. It's a lot of things that's been on my mind lately. I've been going through a lot of shit in my life, man. But it's cool, man. I've been keeping my head above water. I've been keeping my mindset uh, positive. Um, trying to keep, you know, my left foot in front of my right foot, man. And just keep grinding and, and keep shiving, you know. So, you know, this is just an episode for people out there trying to get their mind right, man. And um, one thing I can say for... When it comes to getting your mind right, first thing you got to do when it comes to getting your mind right, you got to find out what is it in your life that you want to do? What is it right now in your life that you want to do? Because that's what I learned just now. Like, what the fuck do I want to do? Like, I want to do this podcast. I want to do my music. I want to be an Herbalife distributor. And I also want to dive into world ventures and be an agent. And then I want to combine all my hustles together and be able to make everything work. Wow. And I've I've been been figuring it out, man. This podcast is going to be the key to a lot of things. But also, I have to come up with a budget. I have to come up with a schedule. I have to... 
come up with, you know, ideas. I got to network with people. You know, I just I always got to consistently stay working and stay and stay investing into my business. Because when you start a business, you have to put so much time and effort and money into it. It's just it, it, it's 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 uh, it's draining, but it's worth it, man. It's it's a good type of draining because you're empowering yourself. You know, you're learning what it takes to be an entrepreneur. You're learning what it takes to be a real hustler out here. See, right now I'm working, man. I could be working at a warehouse. I could be doing working at a temp job. I can be doing a lot of things. But right now, God has blessed me with the opportunity to be able to drive, be able to network, be able to make, you know, connections, be able to finish my songs. Like, this is what I'm doing all day. You hear this beat? I'm writing songs all day. I'm writing to this beat right now. What up? Not this beat, but this beat. That was produced by my homie Seven Beats. That's what I'm doing right now. See, I got seven minutes till I'm gonna go pick up somebody. See, I'm on my grind, man. I'm working while I'm working. You know, repetition is the father of learning. And that's what I learned. You really gotta stay active. You really gotta stay consistent. You know, you gotta take time off for yourself, but you can't take hardly any time off for yourself when you're an entrepreneur because you're working, you're independent, you're, you're the boss uh, of your of your business, you're the boss of your lifestyle, you know, you're, you're not focusing on a 9 to 5, you're not focusing on a W4 statement, you're, you're really getting it on your own, and so I, I tell people out there that's doing Uber or Lyft or starting their own business or people that's just scared to start from, 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 uh, from, the, from the ground up, all I can say is, man, don't give up. You know, it's, it's a tough grind being independent, but it's a grind that's worth it because you get to choose what what moves you make. You're in charge. You get to learn from your mistakes. And on top of that, you don't have to worry about your job security and somebody else's hands. So, you know, that's the pros and cons about working for yourself. The cons is you really got to work harder than you would work at a regular job. You got to work, instead of working eight hours, you're going to have to work 16 hours or 20 hours. You know, you're going to lose sleep. But it's okay, though, because you're losing sleep, but you're, you're, in, you're the boss. You're in charge. You're, 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 you're uh, the captain of the ship, as they would say. So it, it makes sense. I'd rather get four hours of sleep and be the captain of my ship than to get eight hours of sleep then go to the job and be told what to do and be limited on what I can do so it, it's just it's, it's the balance you know but I also say a nine to five is good too because let's say I like right now I have a, I had a rep, I have a repossession on my name so I can't go to a dealership and drop three thousand dollars on a car right now I don't have three thousand dollars right now I can't go to a dealership and get a car based off my credit and get a car, a car straight off the lot. So I'm hustling right now. I'm, I'm using a rental car. But you know what though? It's worth it. Why? Because th- I'm, I'm driving. I'm networking. I'm talking to people. There's, there's, I'm putting myself in a position to make m- way, money multiple ways. And when you do that, you put yourself in more positions to win. That's what it's all about. At the end of the day, because you know, I, I pick up people who are are. Are, are down on their luck, people who have low self-esteem, but you got to stay motivated all day, and to be motivated all day, to be inspired all day, you got to be healthy, you got to take care of your body, 
You gotta take care of your mind, body, and spirit. You can't, you can't think, you can't think with confidence and, and move with confidence if you're not eating healthy. It's not gonna work. You're gonna feel sluggish. You're gonna feel tired. So, another thing to put down: take care of your health. Take care of your health and take care of your mental, because that's what this is about, man. Being an entrepreneur ain't easy, but I guarantee you it's worth it. And if you are interested in being an entrepreneur and you like what you're hearing from this podcast, then you can look me up on Instagram at CEO Fire Ant. Once again, you can look me up at CEO Fire Ant, or you can look me up at on Facebook at Billy Dennis or Glory Row. You can message Glory Row, and I'll get the message. And I can tell you everything you would need to be an entrepreneur and to start doing what I'm doing and be able to set your schedule up to where it benefits you to where you're always working. You're always making money because when you start your own business, you really don't start making money until about your second or third year because the first year you're usually investing all your money into it. Unless you have some type of business that you develop far as a business model that can get you paid instantly. So, you know. That's that's what it is, man. You gotta you gotta you gotta start from the ground up, and you gotta and you gotta be making money while you're trying to invest into your dream. So if you need help with learning how to make money while you're investing into your company, and learning how to make sure your bills are paid, and make sure everything is 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 beneficial to your life, just hit me up at CEO Fire Ant, or you can email me at Billy Dennis. 23 at gmail.com. I work pretty much. I'm always working. It's, it's rare that I'm not working. So I'm always going to be on the grind because I, I look at myself as being a future billionaire. I have high expectations for myself. And with me looking at myself as a future billionaire, I have to advertise myself as a future billionaire. I have to think like a future billionaire. I have to move like a future billionaire. I have to move with intelligence because if I don't move with intelligence, I'm, I'm, it's pointless. It's, it doesn't even make sense. So, like I said, stay healthy, keep your mental healthy, stay grinding. Stay budgeting, stay stay uh, positive. Most importantly, stay positive. When you find yourself pissed off or angry, go get yourself a a a, a, a nice salad, something healthy, some protein, some um, some um, some nutrients to get your mind thinking, get you active. You know, go to a park, go to a a, a tree by the park, man. Going going to the park. Seeing the trees, looking up at the sky, that's going to get you in a positive state of mind. That's a peaceful environment. Peaceful environments is a good thing for entrepreneurs because it keeps, it gets your mind going. It gets you, it keeps you active. This is a game, man. Life is a game and you always got to stay on top of your game at all times. So like I said, man, stay positive, stay healthy, stay confident, and most importantly, stay working. Here's another segment of This Week Sucks. You can hit me up at BillyDennis23 at gmail.com or you can hit me up at Instagram. You can direct message me or DM me, as they would say, at CEO Fire Ant. And let's, let's make it happen, man. Yes, sir. Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to another segment of 
This Week Sucks. And I'm going to just dive into uh, another segment, man. I'm going to just go ahead, man. Let's talk about Urban Motherfucking Meyer. Urban, Urban. You got off scot-free, Urban. Three-game suspension for covering up for your assistant, Rick Smith. And Rick Smith, as we all know, um, if you don't know, you can Google it. Uh, he was a former assistant of Ohio State under head coach Urban Meyer, and he beat his wife, and pretty much Urban Meyer covered up for him, and that's why Urban Meyer is getting a three-game suspension. And I said my thoughts on this in the last segment. I hope you guys dive into that and um, and take a listen because it's a dope-ass segment. Uh, but... Like I said, um, I felt strongly about what I said last time about um, the, the wife of Rick Smith, um, how she needed to call the police about Rick Smith beating her and how that's a police matter and how I feel like every time a woman gets beaten in society, especially by an athlete or a head coach, we always want to take down the head coach. Or we want to take down, you know, the select the, the star. But in this case, it's the it's the assistant coach. So they trying to take down the assistant coach, which to me, I don't think is. I, I don't. I mean, they try. I mean, they already took down the assistant coach. I meant the head coach. But to me, I felt like she should have automatically went to the cops. Once Rick Smith started beating her, she should have went to the cops. She shouldn't have went to Urban Meyer's wife because he beating your ass. And one thing I know about uh, domestic violence, especially when it comes to a man beating a woman's ass, I'm going to be honest with you. You, you, as a woman, you don't want to play around with that shit because you're dealing with a man who, by nature, is most of the time twice as big as you, twice as strong as you, twice as more aggressive than you. Has testosterone. You you know you don't want to fight testosterone with estrogen most of the time. It's like trying to fight a fucking German Shepherd with a fucking um with a water balloon or some shit. You know it's just not gonna work. It's not gonna work in your favor most of the time. And I think in this case, Rick Smith's wife, she should have went to the cops. And if the cops didn't do nothing, she should have uh uh. She should have sued the cops, necessarily. That's what I want to say. Suit the fuck out of them. Fuck them. Somebody beat my ass, and you don't want to take me serious? Oh, no. Somebody's going to see me in court about this. That's if I'm a woman. You know, me as a man, if I'm getting abused by my woman, I'm just going to get away from her. I don't know if I'm going to call the cops. I don't know what extent I'm going to go to because I don't know. You know, she beat my ass. So I look at it like... Urban Meyer, I feel like he shouldn't have even been a part of this shit. I felt like that was a personal issue between Wick Smith and his wife. And, and yes, and yes, Urban Meyer should uh, share some responsibility about um, lying. Of course, he shouldn't have lied and said you didn't know nothing about Rick Smith beating his wife or any a case like that. I mean, you don't lie and cover it up. I mean, be real about it. I mean, I just, I, I, I'm the type of dude to keep it funky. Yeah, uh, I have an assistant who, uh, 
who was a part of an investigation. Um, and I know the investigation was about him beating his wife. And trust me, um, we're, we're getting to the bottom of this right now. And on top of that, it would have been set up before they even asked me that question. That's just how I am, you know? Any type of negative light that you bring into me that could potentially take me down, I got to let you know, partner, it's not going to go down. So if you beating your wife, I got to fire you, my nigga. I have to fire you. There is no, uh, damn, uh, second chance. Uh, not, not really, not in college sports. You can get a second chance at your job. You can get a second chance maybe if you're a cop. You know, cops have gotten second chances or lawyers or judges. You know, you can get a second chance because those jobs aren't necessarily highlighted like that. Like a cop beating his wife, it's not going to hit the first page of L.A. Times. But Rick Smith, uh, assistant at Ohio State under Urban Meyer, oh yeah, that's going to hit front page. That's going to hit front page L.A. Times. And the fact that Urban Meyer was not, is now a part of it as far as him covering up for Rick Smith and him trying to cover up the whole situation and move on. Now he's, now he's pretty much in part of this investigation all year. Cause they're gonna talk about Urban Meyer all year. Every time he hits the field, they're gonna be like, that's the dude who covered up for the woman beater. You're gonna have all these women rights group coming out. Oh, he's beating women. Oh, he covers up for women beaters and, and he's the head coach of a division one university. Oh, this, this sport is so corrupt. The NCAA is just so fucked up. Damn. Why the fuck is he here? We're going to protest outside of every, uh, Ohio state home game stadium game because we want this motherfucker fired. That's what he's a part of now. It's the world we live in. And a lot of times when you have these jobs, especially corporate jobs, and a dude like Urban Meyer has a high has a high reputation and has a high winning percentage, they're gonna do everything they can to protect him. I mean, he's gonna have to catch something serious like a murder case or say something racial like, oh, that nigger or some shit. He's gonna have to do something so fucking insane that they're going to be like, all right, Urban, we got to let you go, bro. It's too much. You're doing too much, you know? But that's that's my thoughts on it, man. It's fucking crazy. You know, three games. I saw that coming, though. I didn't see Urban Meyer getting fired. And I'm the one that said he shouldn't have got fired because I feel like Rick Smith White should have went to the police from the get-go. That's how strong domestic violence is. Women get killed for domestic violence, man. You got women right now getting beat, and they won't, for every reason, they will not leave their man. And when they don't leave their man, a lot of times that man either, I mean, end up either killing them or he ends up really fucking them up real bad to the point where they face is they unrecognizable. You know, like. Domestic violence is one of the most serious things ever because, like, growing up as a kid, watching, like, a movie where a woman was getting beat and stuff like that, like, Tina Turner and Ike Turner, like, that movie, What's Love Got to Do With It? That movie, every time I see that that, that scene where Ike started beating her in the living room and, and drug her to the room, 
Oh, man, as a kid, oh, man, that told me up inside, man. I just, ever since then, man, I got nothing but compassion for women. That's just, it's not my style to hit females. It's just not, you know. It's never been my thing, you know. It's just a, oh, it's bad juju, you know. Nah, no, 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 no bueno, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, that's how I feel about it, man. This is... You got it when you when you at when you in Urban Meyer's position and you dealing with this. Once you get dragged into this situation, I'm gonna tell you as Urban Meyer as a head coach, you need to go to the cops, or I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna fire your husband. I'll just fire him. Matter of fact, it'll, it'll be easier for me to fire him. You showing me pictures of your eye, um, all jacked up and shit, and. I'm going to tell you to go to the police. And if you don't go to the police, now nah, I'm going to go to the police. And I'm going to sit there and, and and tell him you're harassing me. You're sending me pictures. I I mean, I don't know what to do. Because if me and somebody, like, if me and my cousin are close, I mean, that's a tough thing. You, but you just got to be like, look, cousin, I mean, this is my job, bro. If I don't say nothing, this shit's going to hit the media. And I'm going to end up losing my job any fucking way. You know what I'm saying? Is it is it worth losing your job? There ain't nothing worth ain't nothing worth losing your job, man. At the end of the day, you gotta take care of your kids. You gotta take care of your household. That's just what it is, you know. Thank you for listening to another segment of this week sucks. Yes, sir. Yo, what's good? What's good? Welcome to another segment of this week sucks. I like to dive into another segment, and this segment is about LeBron, Kawhi Leonard, and Kevin Durant being pictured at UCLA yesterday, and I'm going to tell you something. As a Laker fan, I got excited, but then I had to backtrack. You know, as fans, we're quick to get excited. I love to get fucking excited. Oh, shit. LeBron working out with Katie and Kawhi. Man. That's, those are future Lakers. Eh, let's backtrack here. Now, as I'm looking at it, is there a chance we can pull in Kawhi? Absolutely. Is there a chance we can pull in KD next year? Absolutely. They're both free agents. So you're looking at Kevin Durant, and you're looking at Kawhi Leonard. So you're looking at Kawhi Leonard. He's more like a guard. Um, a guard. He's like a he's a combo. He's like a guard, and he could be a forward. I mean, he could do both. Uh, but... KD is like a, a small forward, uh, power forward combo type of player. Um, so either one is is good because they're they they're top three in their position. So if I'm the Lakers, just just getting one of those is amazing. Getting one of those players. So, so I mean the Lakers, we already got LeBron. So if you get Kawhi or you get Kevin. Either one is good. Now, would Magic Johnson consider trading to make room for a Kawhi Leonard? I don't or a Kevin Durant? I don't think he should. To be honest, I like Brandon Ingram. And I like how Brandon Ingram is gonna progress. And I think when it's all said and done, I think Brandon Ingram will be a top five player in his position, which is small forward, shooting guard, 
which ain't bad. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Um, I think if you're the Lakers, I would go for Kawhi because I think you could plug Kawhi with Alonzo, and I think that down. I think that I mean that dynamic can work because you could just say, all right, I'm gonna roll out. I'm gonna roll out with my starting five. My starting five is this: Alonzo Ball, Kawhi Leonard, Brandon Ingram. Kyle Kuzma, LeBron James. I mean, you could put LeBron at the five, or you could put LeBron at the four, and you could put Kyle Kuzma at the five. But most likely, it would be Lonzo, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James. Oh, Brandon Ingram. He's either going to play the three or the four. And Mo Wagner. Uh, And I think Mo Wagner is going to be, I think he's going to be really good with LeBron because he can shush the floor. Uh, Mo Wagner can play in the paint. He could play outside the paint. He could do a combination of many things. And he's very skilled. He can rebound. And he plays defense. I like Mo Wagner. I think Mo Wagner is one of those rookies that I think he'll be overlooked because of the arrival of LeBron James. But I think Mo Wagner going to get busy this season. Just That's just me being honest with you. I, I mean, I think you you could put Mo. I mean, think about it. Your lineup, your, your whole roster consists of you can start Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, LeBron James, Mo Wagner, and you could just put JaVale McGee at the five. And then off the bench, you can have Rondo, uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope. Um, you could have uh, Lance Stevenson or Kyle Kuzma, but I would put Kyle Kuzma at the four, and I would put Lance Stevenson at the three, and then at the five, you could put hell, you could put Michael Beasley at the five. You could you could, you could start him at the five. You could put Ivaka Zubak at the five, and I think Zubak is going to be um, a valuable player for us. When we, I think, when we want to go big, I would I would look at uh, Ivaka Zubak because. You gotta think he's he he can move, he's agile, and he's he's lost weight. I mean, he's way more agile. He's skilled, uh, has a post up game, has a decent men range, can rebound, uh, tough nose, physical, likes to go at it. You can't you can't beat that. Like, so I think with the Lakers, you might want to be you you might want to be careful looking at Kawhi Leonard. You know, you might want to be careful looking at a Kevin Durant, which, but I think a Kevin Durant would be, I think he would fit right in with the Lakers. Because you could put KD at the five, and you could put uh, Mo Wagner at the four, you could put LeBron at the three, you could put Ingram at the two, and you could put Lonzo at the one. That's a killer lineup. But I, I don't know. I don't know where the Lakers are going to go with this because I think this year, I think the Lakers are going to be very, very good. I think they're going to be very scrappy. I think they're going to be a better shooting team than people expect them to be because I'm looking at our shooters. I'm looking at Mo Wagner, uh, CV, uh, the, the player we got from Kansas. I'm looking at Josh Hart, Contavious Caldwell Pope, and I, I mean, Josh Hart's a shooter. So I'm looking at five potentially. Uh, 40% or above shooters. If you're the Lakers, you know, you, 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 you gotta, you gotta like, you kinda like that going into the season. You know, 
you got to really be, that's got to be a real good positive. Um, so I would just be careful about Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant. I, that's just me. As a fan, I would love to get KD, but if we don't, I like the team that we have. And I like how Magic is drafting, too. I like the players he's drafting. I like what the Lakers are building as far as the organization. I think Kawhi Leonard would be the guy I would go for next year. He would be my first, he would be my first option. I just like I think he gets busy. So yeah, I, I'm looking at a I'm I'm looking at Kawhi Leonard and I would go for him. I would put all my chips in for him and see what happens. But if not, I'm cool with what we got. I want to see how this Laker young core is going to develop with the leadership of LeBron. I think it's going to be very valuable. Nothing to overlook. I'm telling you. Nothing to overlook. I can't wait for basketball season. I can't wait to, for y'all to, sh- to see me in my Laker gear when I do my segments and, and have my segments on YouTube, have my segments on Anchor, have my segments on Apple, uh, Spotify, Google, man, I'm coming. Y'all pay attention. Yes, sir. Thank you for thank you for listening to another segment of this week's sucks. Let's let's keep getting it, man. Let's motivate. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up, man? Welcome to another segment of this week sucks. And I want to talk about. Moving, and I don't know if I talk about this in my other segments, but I don't think I have. But I want to talk about relocating. So, let's say you're graduating high school, you're graduating college, and you're moving out of state. You're going to a college out of state. You're going to uh, going to the military. You're going to uh, you're going to be a foreign exchange student in another country. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of, th- there's a lot of reasons why people move. People want to move into a, a, a cheaper economy and be able to save more money and live an easier lifestyle. Some people like to move just because where they at, they feel like it sucks and they outgrew where they at, or it's just, they, they feel like, you know, something has, something tragic has happened to them in that city. So they're like, you know, I'm just ready to move. I'm just, it's not the same. I just, these memories, I just want this to all be done. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. When you move, you got to be ready to do a lot of research. You got to know what you're getting yourself into. If you don't know what you're getting yourself into, you can easily, easily, easily fall under that Oh my God, I'm in a new place. This is the best thing ever. Then two weeks later, oh, what the fuck did I do? I just made the biggest mistake. I have no money now. I have no resources. I have no family. What the fuck? I'm stranded. That happens. People get stranded. People move into a city. They think this is about to happen. And then something totally different happens because they didn't plan. And a lot of times when you don't plan, you get hit what I call... The uh, unexpe- unexpected expenses. I mean, you do. You can go to you can go to Vegas for five thousand dollars, and then you realize, oh wait a minute, 
gotta find somewhere to live. And they're not accepting me at any apartment right now because I don't have a job. So I'm stuck with $5,000. Now I gotta, hopefully there's a budget suite I can go stay at for a month or a couple weeks until I can get, until I can find a way to make some money. Because at the end of the day, you gotta make money. If you don't make money, you don't eat. And if, and if you don't eat, then you're not gonna have any energy. And if you don't have any energy, you're just gonna slowly die. That's just what it is. I mean, you gotta have money to, to do laundry. If you don't do laundry, then you carry around a whole bunch of fuckers that stink to high heaven and no one wants to be around you. Everybody's ignoring you. Bad hygiene. Oh, no, that dude's a creep. So you gotta be clean. You gotta have money so you can take showers. You gotta buy body wash. Shout out to Dove Body Wash. That's what I use. You gotta have this shit. You gotta have money. You can't do anything in this world without money. I don't care if you're in. I don't care if you're in in, in Hollywood. Or you're somewhere in fucking. Uh, nobody wants to be here in Nebraska. It's like, I, and shout out to Nebraska. I'm just using that as an example. Don't please don't take it serious. Um, I have nothing against Nebraska, but that's what it is. You have to have money and you have to be prepared and you have to make sure that wherever your job is, whatever your profession is, that it is profitable in the environment and the economy that you live in. Because if it's not profitable, then guess what, bro? You're not going to make any money because there's not going to be a jobs available that do what the fuck that you do. There's not going to be any jobs that offer what you do. That's why it's like, like, let's say you move to Vegas and you're an x-ray tech. If there ain't no fucking jobs in Vegas for x-ray techs because all the x-ray techs took all the jobs, that's what, bro, you got to either, you got either one, switch your job or your career, or two, you're going to get a Uber driver, bro, or start your own business and hope you have the funds to start your own business. I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest with you. It's going to take a minute to start making money when you start a business. You don't just start making money automatically. 90% of the time, you start a business, you don't start getting profit until like two years, two, three years. That's why a lot of people, that's why a lot of people quit their business because they don't want to go for the long haul. They don't want to go for the, for the, for the, uh, for the 13 round fight. They want to get a knockout. Ain't about that. Life ain't about that. A lot of times you you try to go for the girl of your dreams. It's not like the movie where you're nervous, you're shaking in your boots, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? I hope she likes me. I hope I don't say nothing corny. I hope we can have a connection. Does she like me? She knows I like her, but does she feel the same way about me? Then you ask her. She says yes. And now you're like, oh, this is the best thing in the fucking world since sweet potato pie. Man, I'm the shit now. I got swag now. You a whole different person now. But it don't, it, it just a lot of times it don't work that way. A lot of times you're nervous. A lot of times you like, damn, man, I'm just gonna go for it. Fuck it. I'm gonna ask her out. And you go up to her. And you say, Hey, what's up, beautiful? Um, I'm gonna just be straight to the point. I like you. Um, I know you probably caught me looking at you a couple times, and I just wanted to know if, if there's a chance I can take you out sometime. And she's like, uh, thank you, uh, but I'm sorry, I have a boyfriend. Ooh, don't we hate that? Ooh, she has a boyfriend. 
mean, when you hit, when I hear that, the first thing in my head is like, it's just, it's, it's, it's like, ooh, yeah. Damn, I thought I had a chance. And that motherfucker, he didn't, he already came in and he's already, he's already hit it out the park. Damn. Well, what happens when you get striked out? Most of the time, you get to, you get to come back in and, and, and come back to the batting plate again. Keep trying, man. Keep trying. When you, when you, when you move in, do your research. Know what you're getting yourself into. Look at your money. Look at your bills. Look at your expenses. Look at everything you're going to be spending your money on. Because I guarantee you, you don't want your money to get away from you. And before you move to that place, before you move to that new awakening, that new horizon, make sure you have a job when you get there or make sure you have at least an interview set up. Don't go out there lost. I'm telling you, I know from experience. Don't play yourself. Real shit. That's that's just I might as well name that the topic of this segment. Like, don't play yourself. Do your research. You don't know everything. Your job is to learn everything. We're human. We we shouldn't want to know everything. We should want to learn. Thank you, man. Here's another segment of this week sucks. Get on your shit. Love your life. That's right. Love. Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? Man, y'all know what it is. Another episode of This Week Sucks. But this is a late night segment. This is it's 2.22 in the morning right now. And I'm doing Uber right now. But I wanted to just do this quick little segment because I was thinking about this shit. And I was like, you know what? That's a perfect topic for my segment. It's called Thinking More Intelligently. Woo! When you think more intelligent, life is so much easier. Now, is life better? I don't know. You're thinking intelligent. You're thinking of ways to enhance uh, your, your, your life. And people already know that when you are trying to enhance your life, that's a forever, that's a lifelong process. That's a, that's a, um, that's a, a, a whole lifespan. You know what I'm saying? That's one lifetime. You know, a lot of, uh, a lot of CEOs that started companies ended up failing in their 20s and started in their 30s. Why? Because it's a process. You know, it's all a process. And if you're not rich and don't have a knowledge of the market as far as what's selling in today's market or how to capitalize on how to sell what you're trying to sell, then you're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're in trouble, but it's the trouble that you have to fix and you have to understand that you're an entrepreneur and that these things come with being an entrepreneur you know you have to invest money into your business all the time 
You always have to invest money in your business. You always have to invest money in yourself. You always have to invest all your time into your business or else you're not a businessman. Once again, like I said, if you don't invest 24-7 of your time into your business, you're not a businessman. Now, I'm not saying be up 24-7 uh, trying to start your business because you got to get some sleep, of course. But thinking more intelligent will have you thinking less emotional. So, you know, like let's say you have a wife and you know you have bills to pay. But you know you want to start your website. You know you want to. Uh, you know you want to get these business cards. You know you want to get these brochures. You know you want to get these T-shirts. You know you want to sell this merchandise. Ask yourself, how are you going to do that with the bills that you have to pay now? You're married. Probably have a child. How are you going to start your business with this on your plate? That's the stress that everyday man in America deal with how to take care of my family and still start a business you know what you gotta do you gotta evaluate what the, what are you doing if you got a job and it's only paying you 400 500 a week and you know you got a child and you know you got a wife or you know you gotta say you know what I gotta get another job we gotta get some extra money I might have to get three jobs I might have to get two jobs and a sales job I got to start thinking. Start thinking. Because I guarantee you, once you start thinking more intelligent, you will get out of the struggle that you're in much faster. But when you sit there and do nothing and just, just say, all right, whatever, and I can't do nothing about it now. Well, no, yes, you can't do something about it now. That attitude right there, when, when, when shit goes wrong, you can be like, well, I can't do nothing about it now. Yeah, yes, you can could definitely do something about it now and and would and the things that you do now is you say where did I fuck up on so it's like getting like go get a whiteboard and write down what did I fuck up on what went wrong you jot down the things that went wrong and you and then you say okay what could I have done right And what am I going to do? And, and, and whatever you say, what I, I could have done right, most likely you're going to do that the next time around. That situation comes around. Because most likely that situation always comes around. Repetition is the father of learning. You usually always deal with a situation more than once. You know what I'm saying? Like, your kid, your kid is in trouble in school. More than likely he's going to get gonna get in trouble at school more than once and you're gonna have to come get him from school before you realize oh it's a truck it's a problem little jimmy has an issue this little badass can't sit still in school and listen to the fucking teacher so now i gotta whoop his little ass not to the point where they come and take my kid of course i don't you know hey i don't i don't i do not agree with abusing kids but but yeah but i'm on you gotta, you gotta think more intelligent. You know, thinking more intelligent works with dating. It works with uh, working at your job. You know, because you'll be more creative. You could, you could be more of a people person if you think more intelligent. You'll be able to read people better. It just, 
it just thinking more intelligent just it, it makes you challenge yourself and that's what it's that's what life is about life is about challenging yourself if you don't challenge yourself what are you doing on this earth why are you living if you're not going to challenge yourself me i hate i hate hearing my voice on this podcast i think i have the weirdest voice ever but you know what I like hearing my voice because I know I'm challenging myself. I know I'm getting out of my comfort zone. I'm, I know I, that doing this podcast is doing something I never thought I would do, and that is 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 getting out of my comfort zone, making segments about things that I think about every day and things that I go through in my life and struggles that I go through in my life trying to be an entrepreneur. And I'm able to express how I feel on this podcast. So, you know, think more intelligent, man. If you got a, if you got a car and you got a little extra money, make sure your car is good. Uh, especially if you don't have a car note on it. You know, that's if you don't have a car note on your car, check check the maintenance. And if the maintenance is good. You good. All you got to worry about is, is is insurance and gas. But if you but if you got all this extra money and you you trying to focus on going to the club and trying to check off on some women, that's not going to work out like that for you. You know? That's just that's just how the game go. You got to be got to think smarter. You got to handle your business first before you can go out there and, and, and go out there and play. And you got to have your hustle right. You know? You, you got to. People, know, people have to know, oh, this, this dude means business. He's serious. He's intelligent. He can carry on the conversation. He's a good listener. It's not all about him. And that's what comes with being more intelligent, you know. You don't want to be that intelligent person that no one wants to hang around and no one wants to be around. They're like, man, this dude, he think he know everything. He always trying to shove his knowledge in our face and his his credentials and achievements in our face. Everybody, ha- everybody knows that one person <laughs> in their lifetime, whether it's a friend or an associate. Everybody knows that one person that was just... Like, damn. Okay, bro. I know it. I get it already. You know, you're a valedictorian. You you were head of the volleyball team. You you know, you were on the chess you was on the chess club. You know, you graduated with a four and you got accepted into Harvard. Okay, bro, I get it. <laughs> like, I'm proud of you. You want me to say that? You want me to give you a cookie? I'm proud of you. Okay, bro, move on. You know, respect my achievements too. Shit. If I respect your achievements, respect my achievements. That's thinking more intelligently. It's only right. It's good energy. I respect what you do, you respect what I do. Because I damn sure work hard for what I do. The the the, the work that I put in. And I'm only gonna get better. So y'all 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 stay tuned in, man. Y'all probably hear me uh, picking my afro right now. You know, if y'all out there partying, man, be safe. You know, I'm going to be out here Ubering, so 
I got them trash bags ready if y'all. <laughs> Alright, you know what it is. This week sucks. Yes, sir. Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to another segment of This Week Sucks. Y'all know how I do, man. Another late night doing Uber. I just, you know, I, I, I had picked up this passenger and she was saying, she made a lot of sense because what she was saying was that she doesn't focus on the world, you know, changing and people being um, accountable and being mature and fixing their own shit. She said, I'm just focusing on fixing my shit. And when I fix my shit, the world will change. Now, I have, you know, I have two, two thoughts on that. My first thought was, you do got you, you have to, you have to be able to clean your own room before you can talk about the world cleaning its room. Meaning, you got to make sure your shit is straight or you are working on fixing your shit before you can criticize the next motherfucker for not fixing their shit. Like, you can't tell a motherfucker, oh, uh, you need to save money when your ass is broke living check to check and every time you get paid, you already spent your money before midnight. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got paid Friday morning at 8 a.m. and yo, your check has been spent by noon. You know, like, there's people like that that live check to check. There's people like that who are what I call, um, you know, hypocritical, but, you know, humans in nature are hypocritical. You know, we all criticize people for for things that we've done or will do or uh, is going to do in the future. So, you know, I, I don't really pay attention to criticizing people. I don't I don't focus on telling people how they should change and how they should live their life and you know, I just tell people what I do in, in, in certain situations, whether it be, okay, I'm living check to check, I'm broke. Well, shit, I'm tired of living check to check. I need to I need to either A, make more money, or B, um, I need to switch jobs. I need to switch careers because I'm not making enough. Or I need to add another job to the career that I'm doing. But either or... You're going to have to change because if you keep doing something over and over again and you get the same result, then you're crazy. And who who wants to live their life being crazy? I sure in the hell don't. I don't want to live my life being crazy. I deal with enough crazy shit as is. So I'm not about to go through that. Now, as far as if, 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 if you want to go through that, you as the individual... By all means, you know, it's a free world. You can do what you want to do. But I'm not about to put myself through that. So I think, I think, you know, what I'm basically what I want to say for this, this podcast is, you know, fix your own shit. Meaning if you got money problems, fix them. Find a way to fix it. And if you want to find a way to fix it, use your resources. Talk to someone who's who's a master at what you're trying to master, which is saving money and making money, you know, talk to a finance, there's, there's all type of financial coaches or 
financial uh, experts that you can listen to. You might have to pay them, but hey, if you if if it means you paying them to fix your finances and it actually works, it was worth the money. Now, to be honest with you, if you if if you notice that you're you're getting paid and all your money goes towards bills. Then, like I said, you need another. You need another job. You need more income, or two. You need to rearrange how you spend, because the way your your spending habits are right now is you you'll never um, you'll never get to the financial status that you will want because you don't know how to manage your money. You're you you are bad at budgeting, and once you are bad at budgeting, how are you gonna expect to make money? And then take money to make money. And if you ain't got no money, how the fuck you gonna make money? It's just, that's just what it is, you know? That's the world we live in. Knowledge is power. Money isn't power. Knowledge is power. Knowledge will get you that money. And knowledge will teach you how to how to save that money and how to manage that money so you don't go broke again. That's the game we live in. That's the world we live in. You know, so... I challenge everybody out there to to get on your shit. Whatever problems you're going through, whether it's mental, physical, emotional, financial, challenge yourself. That's how you going that's how you're gonna overcome your situation. You have to challenge yourself. You have to challenge your situation. You have to tell yourself, I don't give a fuck what I'm going through. This situation is not gonna end me. I'm going to overcome this situation like I've overcome all my situations. And I'm going to be a and I'm going to hold myself accountable and and basically um uh basically take responsibility for my actions. That's just how I basically how I want to put it. Taking full responsibility for my actions and realizing that one I fucked up and two that it's okay that I fuck up because now I can fix it and move on with my life. And and I'll be more accountable and I won't go through this shit no more. So that's just what it is. I hope y'all enjoyed this segment. Let's get it. Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to another segment of This Week Sucks. Y'all know how I do, man. Another late night doing Uber. I just, you know, I, I I had picked up this passenger and she was saying, she made a lot of sense because what she was saying was that she doesn't focus on the world, you know, changing and people being... Um, accountable and being mature and fixing their own shit she said I'm just focusing on fixing my shit and when I fix my shit the world will change now I have you know I have two two thoughts on that my first thought was you do gotta you you have to you have to be able to clean your own room before you can talk about the world cleaning its room meaning you gotta make sure your shit is straight, or you are working on fixing your shit before you can criticize the next motherfucker for not fixing their shit. Like you can't tell a motherfucker, "Oh, 
uh, you need to save money when your ass is broke living check to check and every time you get paid you already didn't spend your money before midnight you know what I'm saying like you got paid Friday morning at 8 a.m. and yo your check had been spent by noon you know like there's people like that that live check to check there's people like that who are what I call um you know hypocritical but you know humans in nature are hypocritical you know we all criticize people for for things that we've done or will do or uh, is going to do in the future so you know I, I don't really pay attention to criticizing people i don't i don't focus on telling people how they should change and how they should live their life and you know i just tell people what i do and in in certain situations, whether it be okay, I'm living check to check, I'm broke. Well, shit, I'm tired of living check to check. I need to I need to either a make more money or b um I need to switch jobs. I need to switch careers because I'm not making enough. Or I need to add another job to the career that I'm doing. But either or, you're gonna have to change because if you keep doing something over and over again and you get the same result, then you're crazy. And who who wants to live their life being crazy? I sure in the hell don't. I don't want to live my life being crazy. I deal with enough crazy shit as is, so I'm not about to go through that. Now, as far as if, 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 if you want to go through that, you as the individual, by all means, you know, it's a free world. You can do what you want to do. But I'm not about to put myself through that. So I think, I think you know, what I'm basically what I want to say for this this podcast is, you know, fix your own shit. Meaning, if you got money problems, fix them. Find a way to fix it. And if you want to find a way to fix it, use your resources. Talk to someone who's who's a master at what you're trying to master, which is saving money and making money. You know, talk to a finance. There's, there's all type of financial coaches or financial uh, experts that you can listen to. You might have to pay them, but hey, if you if if it means you paying them to fix your finances and it actually works, it was worth the money. Now, to be honest with you, if you if if you notice that you're you're getting paid. And all your money goes towards bills, then, like I said, you need another. You need another job. You need more income, or two. You need to rearrange how you spend, because the way your your spending habits are right now is you you'll never um, you'll never get to the financial status that you will want because you don't know how to manage your money. You're you you are bad at budgeting, and once you are bad at budgeting. How are you going to expect to make money? And then take money to make money. And if you ain't got no money, how the fuck you going to make money? It's just, that's just what it is, you know? That's the world we live in. Knowledge is power. Money isn't power. Knowledge is power. Knowledge will get you that money. And knowledge will teach you how to, how to save that money and how to manage that money so you don't go broke again. That's the game we live in. That's the world we live in. You know, so I challenge everybody out there to to get on your shit. 
whatever problems you're going through, whether it's mental, physical, emotional, financial, challenge yourself. That's how you go. That's how you're gonna overcome your situation. You have to challenge yourself. You have to challenge your situation. You have to tell yourself, I don't give a fuck what I'm going through. This situation is not going to end me. I'm going to overcome this situation like I've overcome all my situations. And I'm going to be a, and I'm going to hold myself accountable and and basically um uh basically take responsibility for my actions. That's just how I basically how I want to put it. Taking full responsibility for my actions and realizing that one, I fucked up and two, that it's okay that I fuck up because now I can fix it and move on with my life. And and I'll be more accountable and I won't go through this shit no more. So that's just what it is. I hope y'all enjoyed this segment. Let's get it. Yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Man, y'all know what it is. Another episode of This Week Sucks. But this is a late night segment. This is it's 2.22 in the morning right now. And I'm doing Uber right now. But I wanted to just do this quick little segment because I was thinking about this shit. And I was like, you know what? That's a perfect topic for my segment. It's called Thinking More Intelligently. Woo! When you think more intelligent, life is so much easier. Now, is life better? I don't know. You're thinking intelligent. You're thinking of ways to enhance uh, your, your, your life. And people already know that when you are trying to enhance your life, that's a forever, that's a lifelong process. That's a, that's a, um, that's a, a, a whole lifespan. You know what I'm saying? That's one lifetime. You know? A lot of... Uh, a lot of CEOs that started companies ended up failing in their 20s and started in their 30s. Why? Because it's a process. You know, it's all a process. And if you're not rich and don't have a knowledge of the market... As far as what's selling in today's market or how to capitalize on how to sell what you're trying to sell, then you're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're in trouble, but it's the trouble that you have to fix. And you have to understand that you're an entrepreneur and that these things come with being an entrepreneur. You know, you have to invest money into your business all the time. You always have to invest money in your business. You always have to invest money in yourself. You always have to invest all your time into your business or else you're not a businessman. Once again, like I said, if you don't invest 24-7 of your time into your business, you're not a businessman. Now, I'm not saying be up 24-7 trying to start your business because you got to get some sleep, of course. But thinking more intelligent will have you thinking less emotional. So, you know, like let's say you have a wife and you know you have bills to pay, but you know you want to start your website. You know you want to, uh, you know you want to get these business cards. 
You know you want to get these brochures. You know you want to get these t-shirts. You know you want to sell this merchandise. Ask yourself, how are you going to do that with the bills that you have to pay now? You're married. Probably have a child. How are you going to start your business with this on your plate? That's the stress that everyday men in America deal with. How to take care of my family and still start a business. You know what you got to do? You got to evaluate what the, what are you doing. If you got a job and it's only paying you 400 500 a week, and you know you got a child, you know you got a wife, but you know you got to say, you know what, I got to get another job. We got to get some extra money. I might have to get three jobs. I might have to get two jobs and a sales job. I got to start thinking. Start thinking. Because I guarantee you, once you start thinking more intelligent, you will get out of the struggle that you're in much faster. But when you sit there and do nothing and just just say, all right, whatever, and I can't do nothing about it now. Well, no, yes, you can't do something about it now. That attitude right there, when, when, when shit goes wrong, you can be like, well, I can't do nothing about it now. Yeah, yes, you can. You can definitely do something about it now. And and would, and the things that you do now is, you say, where did I fuck up on? So it's like, getting, like go get a whiteboard and write down, what did I fuck up on? What went wrong? You jot down the things that went wrong and you and then you say, okay, what could I have done right? And what am I gonna do? And and, and whatever you say, what I, I could have done right, most likely you're gonna do that the next time around. That situation comes around. Because most likely that situation always comes around. Repetition is the father of learning. You usually always deal with a situation more than once. You know what I'm saying? Like your kid, your kid is in trouble in school. More than likely, he's gonna get he's gonna get in trouble at school more than once, and you're gonna have to come get him from school before you realize, oh, it's a tr- it's a problem. Little Jimmy has an issue. His little badass can't sit still in school and listen to the fucking teacher, so now I gotta whoop his little ass. Not to the point where they come and take my kid, of course. I don't, you know, hey, I don't, I don't. I do not agree with abusing kids, but, but yeah, but on, on, you gotta, you gotta think more intelligent, you know, thinking more intelligent works with dating, it works with, uh, working at your job, you know, cause you'll be more creative, you could, you could be more of a people person if you think more intelligent, you'll be able to read people better. It just, it just thinking more intelligent. Just, it, it makes you challenge yourself, and that's what is, that's what life is about. Life is about challenging yourself. If you don't challenge yourself, what are you doing on this earth? Why are you living if you're not gonna challenge yourself? Me, I hate, I hate hearing my voice on this podcast. I think I have the weirdest voice ever. But you know what? I like hearing my voice because I know I'm challenging myself. I know I'm getting out of my comfort zone. I, I know I, that doing this podcast is doing something I never thought I would do, and that is, is is getting out of my comfort zone, making segments about things that I think about every day and things that I go through in my life 
and struggles that I go through in my life trying to be an entrepreneur. And I'm able to express how I feel on this podcast. So, you know, think more intelligent, man. If you got a, if you got a car and you got a little extra money, make sure your car is good. Uh, especially if you don't have a car note on it, you know. That's easy. if you don't have a car note on your car, check check the maintenance. And if the maintenance is good, you good. All you gotta worry about is is, is insurance and gas. But if you but if you got all this extra money and you you trying to focus on going to the club and trying to check off on some women, that's not gonna work out like that for you. That's just that's just how the game go. You gotta be, you gotta think smarter. You gotta handle your business first before you can go out there and, and, and go out there and play. And you gotta have your hustle right. You know, you, you got to. People know, people have to know. Oh, this this dude mean business. He's serious. He's intelligent. He can carry on the conversation. He's a good listener. It's not all about him. And, and that's what comes with being more intelligent, you know. You don't want to be that intelligent person that no one wants to hang around and no one wants to be around. They're like, man, this dude, he think he know everything. He always trying to shove his knowledge in our face and his his credentials and achievements in our face. Everybody, ha- everybody knows that one person. <laughs> In their lifetime, whether it's a friend or an associate, everybody knows that one person that was just like, damn, okay, bro, I know it, I get it already, you know, you're a valedictorian, you, you're head of the volleyball team, you, you know, you were on the chess, you was on the chess club, you know, you graduated with a 4.0, and you got accepted into Harvard, okay, bro, I get it, <laughs> like, I'm proud of you, you want me to say that, you want me to give you a cookie, I'm proud of you, okay, bro, move on, you know, respect my achievements too, shit, if I respect your achievements, respect my achievements, that's thinking more intelligently, it's only right, it's good energy, I respect what you do. You respect what I do. Because I damn sure work hard for what I do. The the, the, the work that I put in. And I'm only going to get better. So y'all stay tuned in, man. Y'all probably hear me uh, picking my afro right now. You know. If y'all out there partying, man, be safe. You know. I'm going to be out here Ubering, so... I got them trash bags ready if y'all. <laughs> Alright, you know what it is. This week sucks. Yes, sir. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? Man, welcome to another segment of This Week Sucks. And I want to talk about moving. And I don't know if I talk about this in my other segments, but I don't think I have, but I want to talk about relocating. So let's say you're graduating high school, you're graduating college, and you're moving out of state. You're going to a college out of state. You're going to 
uh, going to the military. You're going to uh, you're going to be a foreign exchange student in another country. I mean, I mean, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of reasons why people move. People want to move into a, a, a cheaper economy and be able to save more money and live an easier lifestyle. Some people like to move just because where they at, they feel like it sucks and they outgrew where they at, or it's just they they feel like you know something has something tragic has happened to them in that city so they're like you know i'm just ready to move i'm just it's not the same i just these memories i just want this to all be done well i'm gonna be honest with you when you move you gotta be ready to do a lot of research you gotta know what you're getting yourself into if you don't know what you're getting yourself into you can easily, easily, easily fall under that. Oh my God, I'm in a new place. This is the best thing ever. Then two weeks later, oh, what the fuck did I do? I just made the biggest mistake. I have no money now. I have no resources. I have no family. What the fuck? I'm stranded. And that happens. People get stranded. People move into a city, they think this is about to happen and then something totally different happens because they didn't plan and a lot of times when you don't plan you get hit what i call the uh unexpected unexpected expenses i mean you do you can go to you can go to vegas with five thousand dollars and then you realize oh wait a minute i gotta find somewhere to live and they're not accepting me at any apartment right now because i don't have a job so I'm stuck with $5,000. Now I got hopefully there's a budget suite I can go stay at for a month or a couple weeks until I can get until I can find a way to make some money. Cuz at the end of the day, you got to make money. If you don't make money, you don't eat. And if and if you don't eat, then you're not going to have any energy and if you don't have any energy, you're just going to slowly die. That's just what it is. I mean, you got to have money to to do laundry. If you don't do laundry, then around a whole bunch of fuckers that stink to high heaven and no one wants to be around you. Everybody's ignoring you. Bad hygiene. Oh, no, that dude's a creep. So you gotta be clean. You gotta have money so you can take showers. You gotta buy body wash. Shout out to Dove Body Wash. That's what I use. You gotta have this shit. You gotta have money. You can't do anything in this world without money. I don't care if you're in. I don't care if you're in in, in Hollywood. Or you're somewhere in fucking. Uh, nobody wants to be here in Nebraska. It's like, I, and shout out to Nebraska. I'm just using that as an example. Don't please don't take it serious. Um, I have nothing against Nebraska, but that's what it is. You have to have money and you have to be prepared and you have to make sure that whatever your job is, whatever your profession is, that it is profitable in the environment and the economy that you live in. Because if it's not profitable, then guess what, bro? You're not going to make any money because there's not going to be a jobs available that do what the fuck that you do. There's not going to be any jobs that offer what you do. That's why it's like, like, let's say you move to Vegas and you're an x-ray tech. If there ain't no fucking jobs in Vegas for x-ray techs because all the x-ray techs took all the jobs, that's what, bro, you got to either, you got to either one, switch your job or your career, or two, you're going to get a little Uber driver, bro, or start your own business. 
and hope you have the funds to start your own business. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you. It's gonna take a minute to start making money when you start a business. You don't just start making money automatically. Ninety percent of the time you start a business, you don't start getting profit until like two years, two, three years. That's why a lot of people that's why a lot of people quit their business. Because they don't want to go for the long haul. They don't want to go for the for the for the uh for the thirteen round fight. They want to get a knockout. Ain't about that. Life ain't about that. A lot of times you you try to go for the girl of your dreams. It's not like the movie where you're nervous, you're shaking in your boots, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? I hope she likes me. I hope I don't say nothing corny. I hope we can have a connection. Does she like me? She knows I like her, but does she feel the same way about me? Then you ask her. She says yes. And now you're like, oh, this is the best thing in the fucking world since sweet potato pie. Man, I'm the shit now. I got swag now. You a whole different person now. But it, it, it just, a lot of times it don't work that way. A lot of times you're nervous. A lot of times you like, damn, man, I'm just going to go for it. Fuck it. I'm going to ask her out. And you go up to her. And you say, hey, what's up, beautiful? Um, I'm going to just be straight to the point. I like you. Um, I know you probably caught me looking at you a couple times. And I just wanted to know if, if there's a chance I can take you out sometime. And she's like, uh, thank you, uh, but I'm sorry I have a boyfriend. Ooh, don't we hate that? Ooh, she has a boyfriend. I mean, when you hit, when I hear that, the first thing in my head is like, it's just, it's, it's, it's like, ooh, yeah. Damn, I thought I had a chance. And that motherfucker, he didn't, he already came in and he's already he's already hit it out the park. Damn. Well, what happens when you get striked out? Most of the time you get the you get to come back in and, and, and come back to the batting plate again. Keep trying, man. Keep trying. When you when you when you move in. Do your research. Know what you're getting yourself into. Look at your money. Look at your bills. Look at your expenses. Look at everything you're going to be spending your money on. Because I guarantee you, you don't want your money to get away from you. And before you move to that place, before you move to that new awakening, that new horizon, make sure you have a job when you get there or make sure you have at least an interview set up. Don't go out there lost. I'm telling you, I know from experience. Don't play yourself. Real shit. That's that's just I might as well name that the topic of this segment. Like, don't play yourself. Do your research. You don't know everything. Your job is to learn everything. We're human. We we shouldn't want to know everything. We should want to learn. Thank you, man. Here's another segment of this week sucks. Get on your shit. Love your life. That's right. Love. Yo, what's good? What's good? Welcome to another segment of This Week Sucks. I like to dive into another segment. And this segment is about LeBron, Kawhi Leonard, 
and Kevin Durant being pictured at UCLA yesterday. And I'm going to tell you something. As a Laker fan, I got excited, but then I had to backtrack. You know, as fans, you're quick to get excited. I love to get fucking excited. Oh, shit. LeBron working out with Katie and Kawhi. Man, that's those are future Lakers. Uh, let's backtrack here. Now, as I'm looking at it, is there a chance we can pull in Kawhi? Absolutely. Is there a chance we can pull in KD next year? Absolutely. They're both free agents. So you're looking at Kevin Durant and you're looking at Kawhi Leonard. So you're looking at Kawhi Leonard. He's more like a guard. Um, a guard. He's like a he's a combo. He's like a guard and he could be a forward. I mean, he could do both. Uh, but KD is like a, a small forward, uh, power forward combo type of player. Um, so... Either one is is good because they're they they're top three in their position. So if I'm the Lakers, just just getting one of those is amazing. Getting one of those players. So, so I mean the Lakers, we already got LeBron. So if you get Kawhi or you get Kevin, either one is good. Now, would Magic Johnson consider trading to make room? For a Kawhi Leonard, I don't or a Kevin Durant, I don't think he should. To be honest, I like Brandon Ingram, and I like how Brandon Ingram is gonna progress. And I think when it's all said and done, I think Brandon Ingram will be a top five player in his position, which is small forward, shooting guard, which ain't bad. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Um, I think if you're the Lakers, I would go for Kawhi because I think you could plug Kawhi with Lonzo, and I think that down, I think that I mean that dynamic can work because you could just say, all right, I'm gonna roll out, I'm gonna roll out with my starting five. My starting five is this: Lonzo Ball, Kawhi Leonard, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, LeBron James. I mean, you could put LeBron at the five, or you could put LeBron at the four. And you could put Kyle Kuzma at the five. But most likely it would be Lonzo, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James. Oh, Brandon Ingram. He's either going to play the three or the four. And Mo Wagner. Uh, and I think Mo Wagner is going to be, I think he's going to be really good with LeBron because he can shush the floor. Uh, Mo Wagner can play in the paint. He can play outside the paint. He could do a combination of many things, and he's very skilled. He can rebound, and he plays defense. I like Mo Wagner. I think Mo Wagner is one of those rookies that I think he'll be overlooked because of the arrival of LeBron James. But I think Mo Wagner going to get busy this season. Just That's just me being honest with you. I, I mean, I think you you could put Mo – I mean, think about it. Your lineup, your, your whole roster consists of – you could start Lonzo – Brandon Ingram, LeBron James, Mo Wagner, and you could just put JaVale McGee at the five. And then off the bench, you can have Rondo, uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Um, you could have uh, Lance Stevenson or Kyle Kuzma, but I would put Kyle Kuzma at the four, and I would put Lance Stevenson at the three, and then at the five... You could put 
hell, you could put Michael Beasley at the five. You could, you could, you could start him at the five. You could put Ivaka Zubak at the five. And I think Zubak is going to be um, a valuable player for us. When we, I think when we want to go big, I would, I would look at uh, Ivaka Zubak because you got to think he's, he, he can move, he's agile, and he's, he's lost weight. I mean, he's way more agile. He's skilled. Uh, has a post-up game, has a decent men range, can rebound, uh, tough nose, physical, likes to go at it. You can't, you can't beat that. Like, so I think with the Lakers, you might want to be, you want, you might want to be careful looking at Kawhi Leonard. You know, you might want to be careful looking at a Kevin Durant, which, but I think a Kevin Durant would be, I think he would fit right in with the Lakers. Because you could put KD at the five, and you could put uh, Mo Wagner at the four. You could put LeBron at the three. You could put Ingram at the two, and you could put Lonzo at the one. That's a killer lineup. But I, I don't know. I don't know where the Lakers are going to go with this because I think this year I think the Lakers are going to be very, very good. I think they're going to be very scrappy. I think they're going to be a better shooting team than people expect them to be because I'm looking at our shooters. I'm looking at Mo Wagner, uh, CV, uh, the the player we got from Kansas. I'm looking at Josh Hart, Kentavious Caldwell Pope, and I, I mean Josh Hart's a shooter. So I'm looking at five potentially forty uh, percent or above shooters. If you're the Lakers, you know you you. You you gotta you gotta like you kind of like that going into the season, you know. You gotta really be. That's gotta be a real good positive. Um, so I would just be careful about Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant. I, that's just me as a fan. I would love to get KD, but if we don't, I like the team that we have, and I like how Magic is drafting too. I like the players he's drafting. I like what the Lakers are building as far as the organization. I think Kawhi Leonard would be the guy I would go for next year. He would my first. He would be my first option. I just like. I think he gets busy. So yeah, I, I'm looking at a. I'm I'm looking at Kawhi Leonard, and I would go for him. I would put all my chips in for him, and see what happens. But if not, I'm cool with what we got. I want to see how this Laker young core is going to develop with the leadership of LeBron. I think it's going to be very valuable. Nothing to overlook. I'm telling you. Nothing to overlook. I can't wait for basketball season. I can't wait to, for y'all to, sh- to see me in my Laker gear when I do my segments. And, and have my segments on YouTube. Have my segments on Anchor. Have my segments on Apple. Uh, Spotify. Google. Man, I'm coming. Y'all pay attention. Yes, sir. Thank you for thank you for listening to another segment of this week's sucks. Let's let's keep getting it, man. Let's motivate.